Okay, Q jingle. Q jingle. There it is. And I believe that we are live. Yay! Hello, Jonathan. Greg. How you doing, my friend? I am amazing today. Today? Yes. Well, about time. I know. I've been such a bummer. Such a jerk. Honestly, we avoid you on the street because oh, here comes Grouchy Greg. Grouchy Greg. No, so why are you so great today? What's going on? You know, I've just been, I've been head down on a project, um, mm -hmm. and uh, I haven't had a project in a while that I've been this sort of like super engaged in. This is yeah. a like gets me out of bed in the morning yeah. kind of project. Yeah. Um, and it's been really fun. I've been learning a lot and trying new things. And uh, I, I'm building an online course. I'll give it away. Yeah. I'm building an online course. And so um, it's something I've been wanting to try for a long time. And it, it involves... Uh, a variety of softwares and a variety, you know, like a little bit of de uh, graphic design and a little bit of um, uh, sort of course development software and video editing, bit of perfect as video yeah. editing. Yeah. So as I've been learning all those pieces, it's just been super fun. It is fun. Learning new stuff. Learning new doing stuff. Doing new things. And yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, this is Tasty Gents. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Tasty <laughs> Gents. Uh, yeah, if you stumble yeah. upon this, uh, this is where <laughs> Greg and I, uh, two perfectly uh, aged men. Oh, uh, so perfectly aged. So well done. Uh, is uh, we talk about all sorts of things. We've we got a lot of a lot about food because we, we love do. it. It turns out we we have some almost every day, um, and uh, and we live in uh, in between uh, Palm Springs and Seattle, Washington, and spend our time in between these uh, two beautiful places and talk about fun stuff. And right now we are both in Palm Springs. We are. We are at your kitchen table. We are at my. Palms? I don't know what to call this table. Dinner table. Actually, nothing happens at this table except for podcast recording lately. So this is your studio. It's the studio. Okay, we're at the studio podcasting studio. We're at the studio. <laughs> um, if you hear uh, airplanes above, it's because our st his studio is below the airport. Oh, it's true. Yes, yeah. uh, and we are in Palm Springs um, right, right now, yes, which uh, is super fun. You have on a you, listener. I only wish you could see uh, Jonathan's uh, Palm Springs shirt because it's <laughs> it just so mid-century modernish with some yes. blues and some turquoises. It's um, yes. it's it's a it's a good choice. Yes, and thank you. And as usual, Greg is completely naked. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. Likes to do. Just yep. because you know, it I I I like to be vulnerable for this experience, and the best way to do that is to make sure that I am completely naked. Um, yes, and unfortunately, cold. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've been kind of head down to that, and that that got us, I think, to to today's topic. Yeah. Um, so our, our topic kind today. Of about. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about. No, we're, we're going to tie it into to food because we always yeah, do. We um, do. But uh, we're going to talk about um, kind of uh, being passionate, having an impact, yeah. and we wanting to to have value in the things yeah. that you do and the time that you spend at, at yeah. uh, whatever it is you call a job. Yeah, and I think that it, it's interesting this idea of being passionate about about work and i'll just recall it that yeah. at, at a high level so you and i both worked in corporate environments for a long time and then i left my job in a corporate environment um almost a year ago now oh, yeah. and i'm i'm sort of starting an entrepreneurial thing and and that's been been interesting and and an education although i sometimes when people say something's been an education education they mean to imply that it's been really hard it's not been really hard yeah um it's just been something to learn about uh but I have been absolutely looking for that, those experiences of engagement. And I've got it now in this online 
course development, which is fun. And I've had it with the clients that I've gotten to work with, which is also really fun. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is in line with the coaching that, uh, certification that you received. Exactly it. Yeah. 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 So in, in part of, yeah, so part of the coaching and consulting work uh, that I want to do and the practice that I'm building is I want to have um, one or more online courses that sort of support that work. Yeah. Um, and the process of learning about that has been um, just really engaging. One of those things that I want to get up in the morning and do. Right. Um, and have fun with, and we're, yeah. There's a there's a, a goblin at the door, so I'm going to go let the goblin <laughs> in. The goblin's name is Charlie Brown, and uh, he is uh, asking to come in because he loves Tasty Gents and wants to hear the recording. Hey, buddy, there he is. Yeah. So you so and, and I've noticed this because uh, as of late, you know, you 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 uh, we met just as you were uh, you were still at Amazon, and then you left, and then yeah. uh, you were you were just. Uh, having fun i mean living the pseudo retired life yes. and yeah. um out there uh you know uh do, doing all sorts of fun stuff the um but now you're talking about like and, and I, I joked earlier but like you don't even we don't have to ask like how your day is because you're sure. so excited about the things that you're building and you're doing that you're involved yeah. in you you come up and not that like you're a child but like is that childlike excitement like oh my gosh i can't wait to tell you what happened to school yeah. today i can't wait to tell you what i've been working on today and the impact and the cool yeah. things that i've learned and it feels yeah. that way. Yeah. It's got that kind of energy. And it's funny, I I I, I was saying to somebody the other day, um, somebody was like, what are you up to lately? And I was like, oh my God, let me tell you. Yeah. And then I thought, like, I don't have the elevator pitch yet for this. So I mm -hmm. need to develop that because, you know, every how are you question is followed by a 45 minute ramble about yeah. software that I'm evaluating and things like that. When you ask somebody, how, how you know, what are you up to? And they do this. <gasps> is it prepared for a 45 minute diarrhea of the mouse? Exactly. Yes. yes. I'm going to go on and on and on in a really super exciting way. And, and you're like, going to hate it. it. Yes. Like you're almost locked in with eyes and they're so close. You're like, that. Yes. I'm like European uncomfortable closeness. <laughs> and, and they're so excited. So, uh, but that's great. And so, yeah, you, but you've been building this uh, now for a couple of months since January. About a month. Yeah. Oh, about a month. Okay. Yeah. About a month. And the, the, what, what's so clear to me, this is kind of where we started this conversation, is the comparison between how I felt about this work, this sort of development of online online course, you know, say three months ago and how I feel about it now. And three yeah. months ago, I was not engaged. I would, didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it, I would commit to doing an hour worth of work and then I couldn't wait to be done with it. And, um, and of course, then it didn't move forward at all in any real way. Yeah. And now I, I'm just so excited. I, I work on it all the damn time. Yeah. Um, and it, and so then in, when we talked about this, you and I, for a minute, you talked a little bit about this concept of quiet quitting yeah. that had come up. Say more about what yeah. you were thinking so, there. So my understanding of quiet quitting is, and this is something that if you haven't heard about it, listener, um, I mean, you might be doing it right now. I know. Uh, you, you might be. What, what could be listening. why you're listening to us right now? Yes. <laughs> like, no, Lord, I don't want to work. But um, is, is that you? You you just do the very bare minimum that your job requires. You don't necessarily volunteer for more stuff. You don't uh, come up with new ideas. You don't. It doesn't. You don't bother. So if you know that your job requirement has these five things in it, you do those five things. But that's it. And for some people. And, and they call it quite quitting. And I, I think it was coined. I don't know who coined it, but I think companies and HR uh, groups have have really latched onto this, these HR teams. And I think part of the reason is, and I, I, you and I have both spent a lot of time at, at corporate environments, but also startups. And so mm -hmm. um, in startups, everyone's got to be 110% all the time, super cheerleader, come up with all their best ideas. The company only, only grows uh, because of your input and blah, 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 and all the other stuff. 
And that's exhausting. It just, it's so much. And I think that when somebody doesn't give the 110%, but they come in and they're like, I'm going to give 80, then yeah. or 70, whatever. And uh, then corporations are like, oh, that person's not outperforming. Yes. They're just performing. Yes. And if, if you don't, you know, come up with these amazing ideas all the time yeah. or, or, or volunteer for 10 times the amount of work that you should be doing, then you're not pulling your weight. And I think that this quiet quitting thing is, uh, I don't know if it's so much that people are not putting all of what they can into this, into their jobs as much as the companies, they just don't want to have to outdo and overdo everything all the time. Yeah. And companies are picking up on that. And they're, yeah. Uh, but you know, there, there's, there, there's, there's something to that. And what, what are people doing with, with the time that they're, they're getting back? Well, I mean, I think yeah. we all learned from COVID, you got better things to do. Well, that's the truth, right? Yeah. Then sit and like make yeah. a company more profitable. Can nobody lies on their deathbed and like, oh, if I had one yeah. more day of work in me. Oh yeah. You know, and that's such a cliche statement and yet so incredibly true. And I think that a lot of people, and I actually put myself in this category in the pandemic sort of discover that they're working from home and so they don't have a long commute and maybe they're spending more time with their friends or their family. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're helping their kids do their homework. Maybe they're just, you know, enjoying their life a little bit more without all the trappings of, of a very, very busy job and realize that that was more important to them, especially as they watched people who were getting ill and, and, you know, things like that all, all that around stuff, them. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some there's something interesting there in the in this idea of quiet quitting or or whatever we want to call it, and for me it's engagement, right? Yeah. Um, because it's you know you you want to say like, okay, quiet quitting is just doing the minimum that your job requires. Well, that's, I mean that's a job. Like everyone should only do the do minimum their job requires. Okay. But what employers want and what they what they kind of expect, and this is the point you're making about startups, is they expect you to come and innovate. Yeah. They want your creativity and your innovation. They want your engagement. They want yeah. you to be, you know, thinking about work a little bit when you're not at work and, yeah. and thinking about how to do it better and make it better. Yeah. And, and and also, if I can just th throw it in there, because I've worked both in management and also as individual contributor, and I laugh, usually just to myself, <laughs> when management comes up and says, um, you know, manage from the bottom up. Oh, God. And then, and then you have... High higher upper management managing top down. Yes, and so who gets the brunt of all that middle management? These four middle <laughs> managers, managers and senior managers, are just getting inundated with being pushed from below and yeah. pushed from above. And no wonder so many just get burnt out. Just burnt out. Yes, that's right. Just get burnt. Um, but the engagement thing is interesting, and and then and the um, I it got me thinking about having left my job about a year ago, mm -hmm. and and. You know, one of the things I think is, is there a version of that job that would have kept me engaged? There absolutely is. There's a version, there's a leader, there's a department, there's a function, whatever the answer is, um, that that I would have remained engaged in or re-engaged in. But the truth is, I was really disconnected. And, and so um, it's been fun in this recent sort of action that I'm working on to kind of get to to rekindle that engagement that like you know i'm excited to get out of bed in the morning i mean excited yeah <laughs> whatever what, 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 yeah what right i mean i still like joints creek and things hurt sure. but i do get up focused on what i get to do for the day and right. i really enjoy that i think that humans really enjoy that and so i think that's the thing missing yeah especially as i hear about corporations that are requiring their employees 
come back to the office and the employees who are mm-hmm. not who are not down with that. Um, you know, and corporations are forcing it because in the absence of creating engagement, which they don't always know how to do directly, yeah. they fall back on policy um, and yeah. enforcement. Yeah. Um, and enforcement is less fun than engagement. It is. And it's and and there's there's a lot to be said for, you know, and, and when the pandemic hit and you know, for a lot of industries it it really crippled them and they shut down. Um, but for the software developers, the people that I was working around, um, it saved them one, two, sometimes three hours of commute a day. Yeah. They had more and 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 quite a few of the software developers um were not morning people anyway. And right. so they're they're up, <laughs> they put the kids to bed, they go in and then they and they code. They mm-hmm. they, they, right, they go in, they do their, some great coding at night, and it's like whatever time it is in the middle of the night, and then they get up and it's around 10 and the kids get off of school and then they, they do they go to the gym, they do other things. And that became such a, a lifestyle uh, that that we saw a huge impact uh, at the company that I was at um, in in uh, productivity. It yeah, skyrocket. Oh yeah, because people were as they were working, were working the hours they wanted to work in the first place in ways they wanted to work anyhow. Um, and you know, there's not too many. I'm not going to generalize completely here, but uh, super extroverted uh, yeah. developers. Um, a lot of them do like yeah. to you know minimize the number of meetings they're going to have and you know they like to do this stuff yeah. right so um so for some for, for for some groups this was um obviously scary and everything else but yeah um the the reality of their day-to-day was this is not bad yeah i get to I agreed I, I yeah to there's a lot here and, yeah. and do the kind of stuff and i i think for me i found as well and i'm i've been unemployed since october i'm i'm uh there's lots of jobs and i'm, I'm finding a, you know a lot of great opportunities there but I'm really looking and 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 I'm a little picky about the company and what the company's doing these mm. days. And so I, I used to be like, what, you know, 10 years ago, what are the stock options? What right. when, when are you gonna go public? What, yeah. what's my what's my buy-in? A lot of that's yeah. a lot a lot of what I thought about when I was looking at a company. Um and then and then I think about the product. Okay, and what is your product do? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone's gonna buy you or you're gonna go public or something's right. gonna happen, and I'm going to make the money that I want to make. Mm-hmm. And now, now that I'm in um what phase am I in? I'm not retired, so I'm you um, are uh but I'm not a ju- I'm not early in career. You're I'm, facing the next chapter. I face the next chapter. I'm in a transition. There it is. You're yeah, transition. I, I put some coaching for that. Is that? Right? <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and 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 I and so I did this. Uh, and 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 I'm finding that that I am. I when I if I know that I'm going to spend time, and I know I want to have an impact. I want to have it in an area that I'm I'm going to want to get out of bed. Yeah. Early and yeah. be be excited and jump up and jump out. And I find that. I mean, my bills still have to get paid, but that the money is less of yeah. of critical than uh, me knowing that I'm having the impact in the world that I want to have. Okay, I'm going to dig into this um, because, and and listener, we're going to talk about food in a minute because you know who we are. Yeah. Um, but I want to stay with this for a minute because we've been kind of in that 20,000 foot observational, here's what we see in the world yeah. space. But you started to talk about you and I want to hear more about that. You know that having an impact is what engages you. Yeah. What does it mean to have impact? Say more about that. Well, so it's a good question. So I, you know, I think everyone wants to know that that the time that they're spending, especially when it's an intellectual type of work, or maybe even physical, that you are, um, at least I do. Uh, I'm I, when I complete something, when I do something, that the outcome is helping to improve 
yeah. other people in whatever way that is. So yeah. um, if I look at, um, and, and I work in education development, you know, very, very similar to some of the things that you do. Yeah. I, I, I do, um, I'm a senior instructional designer. So I build um, coursework for, for new hires or I build training for customers and certification programs and all those things. I do all that kind of stuff. And I always took a pride in it because when I had people and, and I'd have say um, a, an onboarding program that was a month long and it was for customer service reps. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that the end of that, especially for early in career people, they were going to come out of it with uh, confidence and competence yeah. that they didn't have going in. And that really resonated with customers. And you, yeah. can, you can tell when somebody is confident on the phone, it, it yes. carries through. And, yeah. and we, we had record, uh, high numbers. Our 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 CSAT scores were through the roof, and um and that's awesome. Uh, it was great. Yeah, and we had and we had the lowest attrition rate. So education matters mm -hmm. in, in in the company because when you invest in education and continuing education for uh for your for your your uh, employees, they stay. Yeah, because it says, hey, you matter, right? And we're going to invest in you because we want you around for a long, long time. And that when you tell someone that. In any relationship, they're yeah. more likely to say, well, yeah, this person absolutely is yeah. invested in me and this is wonderful. Well, in addition to that, you know, that person who's who's learning that is engaged. Correct. They're learning new things, they're presented with information, they're having the ability to be successful in the context of that learning. Yeah. And all of that is what, what engagement is and why, and I think why people stick with it. Um, yeah. And yeah. so for me, it, to, to answer that question, yeah. it, 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 it took a long time to do it, no, um, is that that's what impact means to me, that, yeah. that, that, that either the customer doesn't have to call in with the rote questions that you get a million times a day right, because right. they have this training under their belt. They yeah. understand it at a level that they wouldn't have if they just kind of fumbled with it and figured it out themselves. Same thing for 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 employees. And I took a lot of pride in that. I I, I got you know a real real sense of uh, uh, gratification knowing that hey, I am having a positive impact, yeah. not just in their experience both internally and externally with this yeah. company and this product. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I mean, let's just, uh, I, I was improving the bottom line. I felt yeah. like I'm having a, a business impact mm -hmm. on this because not only are my employees not leaving, but my customers are staying and mm -hmm. they're becoming proponents. They're, they're out there telling other customers, Hey, you've got to buy this product. Nice. Yeah. I, um, so similar for me, I think in some ways, but when I think of like, why do I get engaged? But I don't think I've thought of it as impact. I like solving complicated problems mm. and that has showed up in some really different, different ways. Um, in the last job I had a couple of roles ago within that job, um, there was a, you know, you talk about customer satisfaction, it was a corporate role and we had yeah, a yeah. customer service gig and the customer satisfaction was awful and nobody was really sure why. Mm. Well, that's a really attractive problem for me because yeah. the the nobody sure why is the first part that's really interesting. Well, why is it really bad? And there's data involved and I do love digging into data. Um, and then figuring out what to do was really fun too. And as, as I thought about the, my tenure in that role, that was one of the last times that I was really very engaged. Yeah. Um, but then I think about what I'm doing now and it's, you know, this online, building this online course, there, there are there's video editing software, there's audio choices for equipment, there is graphics software, there is course development software, and there's course hosting software. Mm -hmm. Some of those overlap, and they'll have one that one thing that does a couple of different things. But it was really fun for me to just wrap my head around what all the, the variables were. Like there's, again, like video and audio and text and graphic and all those pieces. Yeah. And so for me, engagement that really like excited to get out of the bed, you know, whatever that means in the morning 
has a lot to do with there's a problem I haven't solved yet. Yeah. And and getting to for you know first like understanding it, which has been the first piece, and then actually um, working with it to to be able to solve it and make it better. And that gets my attention every single time. Yeah. Complicated problems, especially problems that are that are can be solved by understanding data. I love that shit. <laughs> I really sure. really do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I want to uh, I want to bring it around to food. Because oh, let's do it. that's yeah. what I do. Well, yeah, that's what we love. Um, because when we were talking about this, it first seemed like what I like to do around cooking was really, really different than this. We started with talking right, about quiet yeah, quitting and right, things like right, that. Right, right. And it's not. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's all this bits about sort of solving a problem, right? So, okay, I love baked goods. If you've met me, this is not a shock to you. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I look yeah. like I love baked goods. <laughs> Um, and I love to bake them. Um, and so one of the things I did um, at the beginning of the pandemic, in fact, was I wanted to learn how to make sourdough bread. And so sourdough is, I've discovered, and I believe is this really interesting mix of art and science. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many variables in the starter and the ambient temperature and the ambient humidity and, you know, and all of that, that impact what you, what you get that, that it can't be run strictly by numbers. It has to be run a little bit like sort of feel and intuition. Yeah. And so I spent probably three months making really, really bad loaves of bread um, <laughs> yeah. while I while I learned how to do this. And so same problem solving technique, same idea that I wasn't solving a problem because I didn't start knowing how to do it. But maybe that was the problem is like, how do I do this? You know, the idea and and listener, if you're unfamiliar with the the draw of sourdough, you might be good heavens. Um, th there's a lot of really good bread in the grocery store. You don't have to become obsessed with this one. Um, but it's this idea that you you let plain old flour and water ferment <clears throat> until the point that it develops its own yeast. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to use commercial yeast when you make bread. You just use this fermented, uh, what, what's called a starter. And so learning to make the starter, learning all the nuances of it um, was, a, was a really fun problem to solve and yeah. did not was not rewarding at all stages. Um, there were some stages that were really awful and I threw it all away and started over because it was not fun. Right. But it was a problem to be solved and I really, really enjoyed it. And and this is maybe where you and I differ in a way, but it's I wanna I'm gonna ask this question. Yeah, yeah, sure. you tell me. So for me, once I solved the problem mm -hmm. and I could make a good loaf of sourdough bread, I was sort of done. And I've been making sourdough consistently since then. Yeah. And you know, I, I, for the most part, I don't care what the impact is. You talked about the value yeah. for you's impact. Like, I don't care. Um, it tastes good to me and I eat it and it, you know, and I go on about my life. Yeah. Um, for you though, you're also, you love cooking and trying new recipes. I do. How much of that is for the people that get to eat them? Oh, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, if by myself, I don't do nearly the amount of cooking. I yeah. Am. Uh, ridiculous like i eat like an 11 year old with hot dogs <laughs> and whatever i can find like, pop tarts so, yeah exactly well not hot dogs, dogs but, yes but um uh no but i no i, I do eat i do know right but um you know and, and i want to i'm going to kind of touch on that for for a second because yeah. the problem solving aspect is also really enticing for me too interesting and so one of the things i like to do when i cook is just look at what we have and see what the Ooh, heck i can yeah. put together right so and they give me some funky stuff like yeah. like wow mustard and pickles let's see so <laughs> um but you know uh, but we'll make some some inventive things and not everything works right and that's okay because Please. this is this is this is you know they say that 
baking's a science and cooking's an art. And I think Maybe, that, yeah. you know, that, that, that when it comes to, and you mentioned sour, you were talking about sourdough. Um, it's, it's, it's that hybrid of both because yeah. it is, there is, if it's, if it's science, then it's observational science because you have to really look yeah. at what's happening mm -hmm. and be aware. That's good. Um, yeah. You can't be. And so it's not just, well, you know, this much flour, this much water, right. this thing of yeast, four hours later, Shazam, you have the same amount of bread, right. the same exact kind of bread you always have. No, yeah. It's not like that. It it's, is it's not different because yeah. you are dealing with a living entity yeah. that has moods. And yeah. it's like, this is a bad mood. Hey, I'm having a bad <laughs> yes. day, right? Yeah. Yes. So yes, your sourdough starter can have a can have a, um, a case of the Mondays. Yeah, sure. yeah, it absolutely can. Yeah, and and it does. And I, um, you, you talked about three months of, of bad sourdough. Um, I, I'm I'm several years into bad sourdough, and so I, <laughs> and so where what I haven't done is probably the needs analysis to go through and and just you know determine like okay, I need to you know change this and change that or make this yeah. longer. It has to be warmer or these other things. And um, uh, I, I just I just put up with bad bread. So there's something interesting there though, because I've heard this from other, like, I watch a lot of cooking videos and, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people who cook professionally and, you know, and learn things from them. And there, there has to be a willingness to fail. Now that mm -hmm. sounds really great in theory. I'm speaking to myself, I'm speaking to myself of like three and a half years ago, that willingness to fail, like the first three starter loaves that start the first three sourdough loaves mm -hmm. that were doorstops, just completely dense no crumb inside at all they oh they were awful yeah, they, yeah they tasted like sourdough but they they ate like it was awful yeah well like yeah i was willing to fail once and then and then again and then a third time but like the question i was asking asking myself was how many times do i have to be willing to fail before i am not just throwing flour away it felt right. really wrong right, for that. right, right. But there's something there about that. Um, you know, as you say, you, you, you've been failing at sourdough for however many years. It, it, you know, <laughs> if, the, if the pandemic hadn't come and I and I didn't have a lot else to do, I probably would have given up on sourdough because yeah. it made it easy to stay focused on it because where else was I going to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think Edison's uh, quote, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't fail at making the light bulb. I found 10,000 ways it didn't work. Yeah, 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 that's right. And yeah. that's kind of that's kind of it. So, so maybe we, that's it. Maybe yeah, ten thousand ways. Maybe if we want to be more more Edison like, we need to be willing to fail more often. Yeah, yeah. And, interesting. We, and we also have to be kind of horrible people and be horrible people. Yeah, yeah. and steal other people's ideas. I understand. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. just find some group to. I can do that. Like. Well, yeah. we'll do that too. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I'm gonna flip through a book of people and it's like that's it. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's your day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I think that. Uh, so it's so, so it, yes, it is almost always for for other people, and I I really like that. And I think you 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 might get the same reaction too. That I get a I get a real charge out of something when somebody eats something that I've made and they really enjoy it, and they you know and it's it's good for them. It's pretty um, great. It is pretty pretty great, yeah. right? Because you you have not that all food is art. Some some of it's just top ramen, but I mean that's not. But you can just. Uh, you just get this sense of, you know, community, but also a sense of accomplishment and yeah. you've expressed who you are a bit in yeah. that plate or that yeah. bowl. You, you, you yeah. put, you plate it, right? That's why even, even at home, um, I'll take some care for how it's plated. And what I've it seen like. this. Oh, there's yeah, a couple of pictures. It's kind of great. Yeah. That's what we do. Well, and it's true. And when I was thinking about this, this online course, cause we were talking about this too, as much as I enjoy the problem solving of figuring out all the software and making it all work and, and doing all the video shots and all that, all that's true. You know, at the end of the day, if somebody doesn't take this course and like it, mm -hmm. I will not have completed the experience. Mm -hmm. So even though I said, I don't think it says much 
for as as much for me in impact i think that that feedback on on whatever the work is is a really critical piece yeah when i when i cook something you know like i said i you know i cook a lot of sourdough for myself and i tend to just keep it and eat it yeah. but it's also really common that i make when i make a loaf i go ahead and make two and give one to a neighbor and yeah. i always appreciate the the nice words that come from that oh so. we always appreciate when you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a whole there's a whole group of people out there who are just you know uh, fans of greg because of the bread it's kind of funny like yeah i we had neighbors across the street um they have a whole ritual when i bring them a loaf of bread oh really like yes it's kind of great okay um they, they've told me anyway like like first like everything else stops first of all yeah if i show up with a loaf of bread whatever else they're doing they stop doing um and then there is there are grilled cheeses that need to be made oh my so like different cheeses different ways like grilled right. cheese is a requirement um, and I forget the other ones they've walked me through, but they have a whole thing. The loaf doesn't last longer than two days. Yeah. And they're young, thin people. I'm not sure how they power through they a full well, loaf of sourdough. Well, they're, they're young. They're young and thin. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Move a lot or something. And, yes, exactly. Yeah. They don't sit as many hours a day. Kids. But their feedback is pretty great, which yeah. I really like. So. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And and for, for us as well. So when we, when we get those those wonderful gifts from you. And in fact, we're, we're just now eating some scones you made. So you, uh, you know what? And as long as you are dissatisfied with the scones that you're making, yes, just keep trying. I will. And we'll be here for you. <laughs> just until you get that perfect. The scone recipe was interesting. So I, I've made scones twice in the past week. Um, and uh, I thought I got the recipe wrong. I have a recipe that I've made a, a bunch of times. I made yep. raisin scones because yep. listener, I know. And if you feel differently, it's okay. You're still a valuable human ish <laughs> raisins are perfect yeah they're perfect in everything yeah uh and so i make raisin scones and they make me very happy and i followed a recipe that i followed before and the dough came out really wet and sticky and that was mm -hmm. unexpected mm -hmm. but i thought well okay i'm just gonna bake them and i did and when they were first out of the oven they were very good and they worked out fine but they were pretty cakey because the the hydration the liquid was pretty hot yes um and then they got dry after that so didn't love them the flavor was good um, raisin scones and I also used a lot of lemon uh, lemon zest yes. and lemon juice oh, in there so yeah so I had to do them again because I can't let that failure stand at least what I term a failure yeah. so um, yeah. revisited the recipe revisited the ingredients did it again um, upped the flour the, the flour uh, proportion um, and got a dough that, that was more like what it was supposed to be but I didn't want to bring the lemon juice in because I wasn't sure if that had somehow messed up my my um my ratios and so i wanted to um isolate my variables yes. if you will so i did put the lemon zest in but i didn't put lemon juice so uh scones v 2.0 mm -hmm. this week were a huge success although not quite as lemony yes. so there needs to be scones v 3.0 wherein i will use the adjusted flour amounts uh, and bring the lemon juice back in as well. Yes. So excellent. Gotta excellent. Have a, you gotta have a yeah. plan. You, you gotta have a plan, and that's and that's it. And there's there there are some like um, and and also you let's not let's not um, uh, take uh, miss the opportunity to mention the oatmeal raisin cookies you made, mm. which were mm -hmm. great. Those were good too. Really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but if you are dissatisfied with those as well, please <laughs> again, continue continue to experiment. Um, uh, but no, but yeah, that's it. Like, like you, you, you keep going, you keep trying to try something new and, and, um, and like, like we were saying before, like whatever it is that we're doing now, 
Um, and if you if I look back on the on my past and all the things that I, I I've done career wise or with food or with anything else, um, oftentimes that just became like the foundation for the milestone that was going to I was going to use as a stepping point to whatever yeah. it is that I was doing uh, new. Right. Yeah. I'm going to do the next thing. And and I, if I look back on my career, it's it's a winding path. It's there's no it's not a straight line. Yeah. Um, but it's been it's been you know, because I would get to something, I would learn something, and then I'd start doing things with the knowledge that I had, whether it was in career or in cooking, and found this just opened up all these other opportunities and and, and avenues for me. And nice. now, wow, I'm really interested in Indian food. I'm going to go start, you know, messing with that or vegetarian or like, um, and, and just keep that, keep that kind of wonder. Yeah. And yeah. what I take from that is that when, I'm going to say you, but I mean me as well, when you are engaged in a recipe or your work, yes. um, you enjoy it. You are creative. You're innovative. You get, you make an impact. You get positive feedback for your work, and that, and that is a stepping stone to the next kind of thing that you can be engaged in. Totally. Same thing with the kind of cooking that, that we both get to do. You know, if you've been successful with an Indian recipe, which is a really fun um, uh, cuisine to to cook, I find. Yeah. But, you know, you make one successfully and it, it leads you to the next one. But there's something real about that experience of being engaged and being fully into it, getting the feedback on having accomplished something so that you can take it a step further and take a step a step beyond. Good right. heavens. If that's right. not the definition of how to live a life, I don't know what is. It's all about growth. Yeah. It's all about growth. That's there it. it is. Did we just solve the world's problems? We just solved the world's problems. All right, man. It's been, uh, I know it's been hanging out there for a bit and yeah. needed a solution. And there you have it. Okay. So listener, well, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today's Tasty Gents has been sponsored by Perfection. <laughs> when you already know that what you have is better than everyone else. Perfection. Uh, Jonathan, we are at time, I believe, um, for today's episode. Thanks for landing that sponsor too. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was a tough one. Uh, getting perfection was tough, but, yeah. um, you know, at yeah. the end they saw the, they saw the potential. Yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah. Well, they, they, they know what we're producing here. They so do. Yes, it's, it's, exactly. We're, we're aligned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it time? Did it we, is time. Did another half an hour? We have burned through 30 minutes of our listeners, uh, yeah. precious, precious time. Oh my gosh. The time they would otherwise, otherwise spend being engaged in their jobs. Yeah. Um, they right. are those quiet quitting listeners who are out there <laughs> <laughs> with their head propped in their hands, yeah. um, you know, wishing for the end of their workday. Yeah, yeah. We've taken 30 minutes of their day. Well, we want to hear about uh, your career interest, your passion, yes. you're doing. Like, how do you like to have an impact in your community, in your career, in your family, um, at the dog shelter? or whatever it yes. is. You're, when are you engaged? When are you feeling it? it? Yeah. Or have you just recently got engaged? Congratulations. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. And are we invited, most importantly? Most important. And will there be salmon on the buffet yeah. at the reception? These are important questions. All but important. not for today. Some of yeah. them we'll save uh, for next week. Okay, let's do that. All right, Jonathan, once again. Greg. What a pleasure. Me too. All, All right. right. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Tasty Gents. A geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is.